I'm Bruce. And I'm Butta. And this is Rolling Rolling in the the Dark. If you're just talking about passing and failing driver's tests. Yes. And I have only failed one like DMV test ever, which was my motorcycle test. You have your motorcycle's license? Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, so first I wanted to, I had like a scooter, and so you need to have like a permit or like whatever, a mo- so I got the permit. Like a moped? Uh-huh. Okay. So I went and I like got my permit for it, which is just written, and okay. I passed that, that was easy. But then to get like it on your license, you have to like either take a class or go in and do a driving test. But oh. The, the motorcycle driving test is so hard. How do you, how do they, t- do they ride on the back of it? No. So <laughs> they set up like cones in the parking lot and you have oh. to like weave through the cones real slow and then do two circles, tight circles, and then come back and weave through the cones. It's like impossible. So I tried it. I feel Wow. It sounds like a derby assessment. <laughs> it was way harder. So it was like, and you can't put your foot down at all and you're going super slow. Wow. But anyway, I failed that. So I had to take the test. So I got it eventually. But I well, had to go cool. and take a test. Fun yeah. fact, Bruce has her motorcycle's license. I know. If you met me like... In this state? Yeah. Oh, If cool. you met me two years ago, I'd be out riding my motorcycle. So, um, yeah, I have my half marathon tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow exciting. Morning. Hopefully this time tomorrow I'll be done. And I have my uh, drinking marathon tonight, so... <laughs> We're, we'll both be doing our own we'll respective marathons. A different type of marathon. We'll both be feeling a little sore tomorrow. <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, my um, it's my husband's birthday, and along with my best friend's birthday, they both have the same birthday, so yay me. You only have to remember one day. I do, but at the same time... You gotta buy all the presents I have to presents do all the presents. Once. There's a lot of birthdays in the beginning of the year for, like, at least my side of the family. Mm-hmm. So it's just... As uh, opposed to my side of the family. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, all we the Pisces them. sisters. We love the Pisces sisters. So yeah, it's just, it's a busy month. Yeah. We also busy. have a game coming up. Actually, That's right. What is it, next weekend? Yeah. God. So actually, this this episode is going to come out literally the a day, day before, before our game. So. That's right. And both of us are playing, we're, it's not one game. It's, it's two. two games. It's two. Back to back. One right after the other. Yep. So uh, that'll be interesting. Nice. We have to be there like six hours early just mm-hmm. to stand around and look at each other. Uh, we can't not miss that. <laughs> no. It's important. The most important bonding. time of the year. <laughs> just like run around. I usually have to sweat through one shirt before the game <laughs> out of nervousness. <laughs> and then the game starts and I sweat <laughs> through my jerseys. Yes. Same. But yes. I know. The other day I was, we were at practice and Fanny like just wanted to demonstrate something so she just like pushed me forward and it was like five minutes in she was like why are you already sweaty <laughs> honestly though like I'm, call me out i'm sweaty when i'm putting my gear on like <laughs> i'm like drenched already and i'm like uh i know nothing somebody, makes you sweat like derby somebody want to turn on the ac or something jesus for real it's yeah bad. no we went to we had a karaoke night on wednesday oh my god it was so hot and uh, were you sweating that whole that whole night i was sweating I don't think so. I wore, a, well, it's because I wore a long sleeve. I wore a long oh, sleeve yeah. and it was you like did. a knitted. It was like a knitted. Yeah, of course a knitted you were one. sweating, my God. But like the minute we walked into the first karaoke place and we sat down, I looked at Bird and I was like, regret. I'm so <laughs> sweaty. I was in leather pants, okay? <gasps> oh my God. You were not set up for success was, that night. It's literally like, why am I sweating so much? <laughs> You're wearing a knitted sweater and leather pants. You know what? So if it served, it, it did its purpose. It was giving. It was, so. it was giving. Sweatiness. Sweat. <laughs> Hot, sweaty girl underneath. <laughs> the 
that's what it was giving yeah it was no. a good time on thursday at practice i was i just felt like i was sweating all the booze out i don't even know how you made it to practice on thursday. it was tough yeah not no. gonna lie yeah red bull held my hand and took me all the way <laughs> the red bull took the wheel yeah no but it helped though like i was hung over all day long and then like Dude, 10 I minutes of skating and i was like yeah i feel fine i went to work and that's right like and i like two hours I, after I, yeah got after i got home because i couldn't sleep and so i stayed up went to yeah. sleep and then finally woke up at like 6 20 and i was like shit <laughs> shit yeah and i got up and i like rinsed myself off in the shower put my like wow. my clothes my scrubs on and ran out my and God. I walked in and my doctor looked at me and he's like, wild night. And I'm like, yes, yeah. please don't talk to me. Cause I, I, and I came in with like two Gatorades, four bottles of water, and then like my yerba mate tea. She was hydrated. And I had all the things that he walks in and he's like, oh, that bad. I was like, yes. <laughs> Did you tell him you were going out? Oh yeah. He knows. He's, he's so really, funny. He's really cool about it. Uh, when like I do go out and drink and I come back the next, he's always like, you know what? Props to you. Cause you're here. Right. And I told him, and this is like a rule I have with myself. If I'm going to go out drinking the night before work, I will not call out no matter how hungover I am. I will not call out because I have to suffer it's the consequences of my actions. <laughs> yes. Because you would think after doing it so many times that I would just stop. But no, I'm like, no, I can do this. You're like, I'm not trying to miss a good no, time. Never. The Sagittarius queen? Never. Not gonna never. Miss. But gonna yeah. Skip. So that's that's like my one rule. But the You're worst inspiration. The worst thing though is that usually whenever I come in hungover to work, that's when everything comes in. Of course. I got a root canal, I got an extraction, I got this, and, and I'm sitting there just like well, the universe is testing you. Why? It's saying, why did you come here? Yeah, and I'll and like go to bed, and I'll end up falling asleep doing some of them, like especially during root canals. Booter, maybe you should change your rule. <laughs> well, no, root canals I sleep through regardless if I'm hungover or not. They're, they're just boring. They're just so freaking boring. There's no excitement in it. Like it's not like an extracting a tooth. Like extracting it, a tooth is like is really that exciting. exciting. It's so exciting because what, what's you, exciting about it? Because you never know what's underneath there. Oh. You like sometimes like they just slide on out and it's good. Some uh -huh. other times you have to put in work. Like my doctor's sweating, really, like trying to get the tooth out in it. And like I have to take like a little rag and like sweat and wipe his sweat <laughs> off of him. Mm -hmm. You just never know what's mm -hmm. underneath the tooth and everything. So it's pretty cool. But I'm like so happy that you have like some excitement at work. That's really good for you. Oh yeah, no, I love it. I love. It. I want to work in an oral surgery place. Mm -hmm. I would love to. Like, but I enjoy looking at like blood and stuff yeah not in a weird way i, I just, mean hello what I are we just, doing here i we, just we have our mor morbid curiosities I just, yeah i was like i'm just very curious about it. like whenever we like extract like a rotten tooth i'll take it to the back and i'll poke it you know what you've told me this <laughs> yeah before yeah I'll, I'll poke it a little bit i want to see how like soft it is because uh -huh. it's wild how soft it'll be a tooth yes when when it's like super decayed and you take it out you like i'm getting real excited talking about it <laughs> you like you just go in there with like a little pointy th poker thingy and uh -huh. you can like just scrape and it's just it's weirdly satisfying maybe you should do some asmr videos no on like whether. decaying tooth no okay there have been some i've seen some weird yeah. asmrs you yeah. could do it we've got the microphones we could do this we, we could, could do, do this, this. <laughs> you should but i yeah. would watch it would you i would okay please let me know if you're watching collect a few teeth <laughs> just do one to, after the other i'm gonna have to have them sign like waivers like you could use my decay tooth do you ever get asmr videos up on your yes i don't get the talk of the i don't like them really none? i don't like them. none of them at all no they all scare me you don't like soap cutting i don't think i've ever listened to this i've seen videos of soap cutting uh -huh. but I like, the I like watching it i don't want to hear it or the ones where they'll do of like people eating 
mm-hmm. that is like i have yeah like i know every time every people time, eating I every can't. time i like smack my lips into the microphone bruce always looks at me and just goes <laughs> handle it I, it's really, it's really it. bad it's, it's literally it's like fight or flight like i'm really like bad. i either have to punch you or run away well, please run to survive don't punch me <laughs> so far i've never punched anyone not yet uh yet no one's pushed the limits yet <laughs> no my mom will she loves like her favorite thing ever is to like annoy me and my sisters i love it mostly me like she'll fling her warm bras at me like she'll unclip <laughs> take off a bra and like slingshot it at my face I just wanna, because just for the reaction i want to be your mom when i grow up <laughs> she's, she's crazy fantastic. she will take any opportunity for a prank any opportunity oh that sounds like me yeah wow i mean me too we need to we need to get together we yeah need, no but she's like gonna figure this out. the ultimate Break. prankster and so she'll like sneak up behind me and like do like this i don't even want to mimic it because i'm so offended <laughs> by it but she'll come up right behind my ear and do the like <laughs> And it's like, you're being real risky right now. I'm going to do like the, love it. the Helga and Hey Arnold, like <laughs> punch you in the face. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, Helga. The wiggity wiggity with the thumbs yeah, with they the would thumbs, do. Yeah. I always wish they could do that. But it's like, I don't have cartoon uh, thumbs. Those are, those are video game thumbs uh, right there. I, oh, I can't play video games. What? I'm so uncoordinated. Really? I'm, I Any s- video game? I suck at video I games. I can't do like first person shooter video games where it's like you've got to control their feet and then where they're pointing the gun and then they're oh, shooting yeah, the no, gun at the same time. Whenever I, I no. play those kind of games, I'm literally pointed at the ground <laughs> right? in circles and I'm like, ah. The only game that I can't, I can play like Mario Kart and stuff. Hell yeah. But that's even, my game but right But even with Mario Karts, I'm usually in like last place because i'm running into the walls oh i'm like or like if you do the rainbow one i'm constantly falling off the side yeah of the thing are you talking about the rainbow the wii mario kart no or the switch or n64 n64 hell yeah you know we have an n64 you guys do we have mario kart oh we should play do you have the old school like n64 it's an n64 i was just gonna say i love the pimple popping asmr videos i do like watching them well, you, I don't like the you know sound. What? You like your freaky thing. I like sound. The I don't sound like watching of a pimple sound. popping. Is there sound on those? No. I've never, never popped a pimple. It's quiet. It makes no sound. <laughs> no, I like watching pimple. Pop. It's oddly satisfying it watching is, right? it come. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna start sending them to you. You, you can. I send them to Fanny, our coach Fanny. Yeah. She's also into the pimple she popping. And once I found out, it was like, oh yeah, finally. It's on. Someone to <laughs> send all my nasty yeah. videos to. I like. I like it. It's it, it's. <sighs> almost like relieving like you can see it's like the so, pressure yeah and then it goes, and you're oh, like yeah <laughs> it's sorry so gratifying okay so in other news mm-hmm. um there has been a case that came out that i never heard of i apparently happened last year about a mother who left her 16 month old baby for 10 days alone while she oh. went on this like extravagant 10 yeah did you just leave your baby just leave your baby just, for 10 days and she went on this like extravagant vacation well i guess she just went to trial and she pleaded guilty which yeah. you know i mean no getting out of that sorry i don't know i would love to hear like why just any kind of well, reason well, in the video that was that i seen it said that her lawyer's trying to claim that mental health mental health and stuff okay but still but like no that baby is 16 months yeah, old you've, you've had the baby for over a year over a year you should kind of like, know that you need to get someone to babysit if you're you gonna be gone for 10 mother. days yeah 
Yeah. It's it's really sad. I guess they found the baby um, right when she came back. I think she was the one who actually called the police. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. And she was like, hey, my baby's not breathing. And then they found out that like the baby was found in its playpen with like filth everywhere. Of and the course. baby died of starvation and dehydration. dehydration. God, just so, so horrifying. It's really sad. She pleaded guilty, but I think she's ended up getting life in prison, which rightfully so mm-hmm. it's a really real Ugh. sad one it's so and yeah. it's like one of those things you just don't understand mm-hmm. it's incomprehensible well like, yeah. how can you leave your and leave this your isn't kid. her only kid either i don't know why nobody the daughter didn't go like where's the baby where yeah. did you put the or baby like yeah where, who's watching the, who's watching the dad watch yeah. the baby or their exactly. or family friends like there's so and many and other literally options anybody you could do than just leaving your kid to you starve for 10 you days you wouldn't do that for like a dog no you wouldn't leave him in a crate for 10 days no it's obviously they're gonna die you're killing your baby i mean yeah. obviously you leave you know this is gonna kill my baby right yeah, here exactly so it's and just, in just like the worst way possible almost where yeah. it's just like full-on abandonment well you and were, you know that baby suffered oh for days and didn't understand anything that was no. going on no that's which just, is really sad yeah yeah so well i hope that she thinks about that and in her uh, life in prison and karma is a bitch so yeah. good luck lady yeah it's real sad but that was some um recent true crime news that I found yeah. on TikTok. Oh, so. thank you for the devastating news, but as always, I know I'm so you sorry. Always amaze me. I just <laughs> you know stuff we, stuff you bring we, to this. we a true crime podcast. <laughs> I want to keep up like current stuff. I was waiting for it. I was like, uh, are you going to do it? Or do you want me to do it? <laughs> no, we do it together yes. as a family. As the family. All right, so I've got kind of a shorty for you guys today. Um, I, love the I looked up. We got, we got a short king out here. <laughs> we love the short kings. That's more of a short queen. Oh. I know. Another well, another female. Another female. Female. Wow. You know what? I'm going to change my case for next week. <laughs> We've been doing too many females. Is this our theme? Do we have a theme, you guys? I don't know. Because every single time we come out with one, it's but they're it's so female. fascinating. Sometimes they are the yeah. men's ones. They're, they're, kind it's, of the, they're kind of the same thing it's over and over blunt. again. Like it's, it's like oh, pinpoint this guy, boom he's done. Crazy yeah. and an asshole, and we hate him, and he did horrible things. Yeah. With the women, it's like what it is went a little. Wrong. It is a little more fascinating. It is fascinating, um, and usually the stories are a little more like wacky. Yeah. Yeah. And they're definitely. We more, know you guys love the wacky stories. Yes, we love all the wacky stories. Mm-hmm. I am a wacky story myself. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> oh my God, Butter showed me the best text message oh. I've ever read in my life. It came, I was like crying, laughing. It was of not, this girl. It was who not crying, her. laughing when it first came to me. Um, so I got good. into like a real big fight with one of my friends, and like it was a long it, time it was ago. a long time ago. It was like three, four years ago, and um, you saved the text. I do because I read it when I need to humble myself. Oh my God! <laughs> but it's, it's so good. It. Oh, she was now, so mad at you. Now, now reading it back like when bruce was reading it back to me i was just like oh wow this was a lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh but yeah i mean she, it's so much you have to just like laugh at it because it's ridiculous well yeah and it happened so long ago now that i'm like reading it and i'm just like okay but this friend threw every insecurity at me that i've ever talked to them about yeah. and threw it at me all in one text messages like one text message with like capital letters mm-hmm. you, you could feel the anger it was nasty it was very nasty it was nasty but we should put that into like a song or something <laughs> i think this the beginning it was what so was long. the beginning it was like it, what you was stupid it? fucking you bitch stupid bitch yeah it's <laughs> like you, you bitch you called you my mom stupid bitch <laughs> she repeated herself 
No, that yeah. was great. It was a work I, of art. You know, I don't think I've ever been nasty like that in my life. So reading something like that, it's like, wow. Oh, yeah. No, she she had no filter. She she had a lot of anger built up towards me. Yeah. And yeah. she just let it all out that one day and, and just let it rip. You have it forever. We should get it like the note, like the Jersey Shore note and frame it. Oh, no. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> oh, no. It was really. It's, it's pretty it's, bad. It's a lot. She she like insulted me. She insulted my family. She insulted yep. my husband. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, In the worst of ways. Possible. Yes. Maybe we'll read it for you one day if Butta agrees. But if we read it, now. if if you want to see it, I'll send you a screenshot. Yeah. DM. DM but for the screenshots. It's bad. But you, <laughs> maybe you made it out the other side of that. Yeah. You know, words can only hurt you as much as you let them. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, i uh, loved it uh, yeah. send it to me so i can read it if i'm having a dark day yes read it and be like look at somebody look called butter all these ridiculous things. no not because it's like <laughs> but it sucks it's like what a weirdo that she felt the need to you know what she wanted to leave Girl. no stones unturned she didn't no she didn't she turned all the stones she turned Sometimes, all of them and a couple times yeah i was like and she flipped she them flipped back them and all forth. around yeah mm-hmm. put them all out of order <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to get into it i, I am yes okay <laughs> so i watched every video on it i listened to every podcast on it i oh, read okay. every single article i got all the information that you possibly about, that could. is possible about this case the problem is is that it's from russia and oh, wow a lot of and she was an old woman so like almost oh. all of her life is like oh uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, how old of the case is it it's not that old oh okay so but she she was but old. she's old okay yes All okay right. so uh, so old in fact that they call her the granny ripper i like it <laughs> that's the only reason i picked it i would have picked it so it's just like, for the name itself done <laughs> i love it i need to learn more and tell everyone so as always please check our show notes for the full list of trigger warnings and uh let's get into it Okay, so this is Russia, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be doing my best with how the names. How are the names? I was like, how are the names? You know what? I'm not too intimidated by them, but if you have to be listening in Russia, or if you're Russian, I uh, ask for your patience with my bad pronunciations. So, yeah. All right. So Tamara Samsonova was Tamara. born. Tamara. Tamara. Oh, wow. Maybe you, it's Tamara? It might be Tamara, but Tamara sounds right. I think it's Tamara. Yeah. The Russian way was... A lot of people call me Tamara. So no. Tamara Samsonova was born on February 5th or possibly April 25th. How do we not know? We don't know. It's Russia, baby. <laughs> All right. So uh, it, she's either a, an Aquarius or a Taurus. We don't know. She was born in 1947 in Uzher. Uzher? Uzher. You're looking at somebody who can barely pronounce Uzher. English words. Uzher, Russia. <laughs> one of those please send help <laughs> i know that's the only time i'm gonna say it Good. there there isn't too much known like i said about her early life but okay. we do know that she stayed in that town through high school but after high school she went to moscow and attended the moscow state linguistic university that's where she learned german and english she learned how to write write and read german and english so okay. she was trilingual smart girl trilingual. after yeah i like that mm-hmm after she graduated, she moved to St. Petersburg, where she uh, would live for the rest of her life, and where she worked for a travel agency until she got a job at the Grand Hotel Europe, and she worked there for 16 years before retiring. Okay. So that's basically her life, her early life that we know of. Okay. So in St. Petersburg, she met her husband-to-be, who was named Alexei. They got married and moved into an apartment where they lived for another 30 unremarkable years. Okay. Uh, together. going on? 
Yes. And that's really all we know about the early life. So this was during like the 60s, 70s, and 80s in Russia. So it's fair to assume that the lack of information about her is probably due to a lot of like really bad record keeping throughout the years and the dissolution of the USSR. We know that she did settle into St. Petersburg, which is where, like I said, she stayed for the rest of her life. Okay. So let me tell you a little bit about St. Petersburg, just so you get an idea of the town. Okay. So Moscow is the capital of Russia and has a population of around 13 million people. And St. Petersburg is the second largest city with a population of about 5.6 million. So it's still a pretty big city. It's pretty big, yeah. Yeah. So after 30 years of being together, Alexei, her husband, went missing mysteriously in the early 2000s. Oh. Tamara reported him missing to the authorities, and she told police that he had run off with another woman. The police had no reason to not believe her, so they didn't look into it any further. And to this day, he has never popped back up. Carol Baskin. He gone. They found him. I know. They, they found, found the found husband. Him, but still, <laughs> that's what it just it reminded me of instantly. Yeah. So remember when that was the big old thing in quarantine? I know. Poor Carol. Yeah. She was right. She was right. <laughs> he was right. But, you know, Joe Exotic was more fun. So, so after Alexi's disappearance, okay. Tamara did not want to live alone. So she decided to get a roommate. Okay. She was very difficult to live with, though, and went through several roommates pretty quickly. Her neighbors said that they would often hear like loud banging coming from the apartment, yelling, and all sorts of noises. Was and it she, just she was hard to live with because like her life in general, or was she just she like controlling? Was or? crazy. Oh, she's a crazy lady. She's crazy. She's a crazy lady. Uh-huh. So we'll find out later that she um, was diagnosed with schizophrenia, most likely paranoid schizophrenia. Okay. And so if she ever got into an argument with somebody, it was like World War World III. War Three. Yeah, nasty. So she would just get like in, my text message. Exactly. I don't think your text was that bad, though, compared to this. Probably not, no, but... (laughs) Yeah, so she would get a roommate, inevitably have an argument with them about whatever. You know, you're living together with someone you're not going to get along necessarily about every little thing all the time. And uh, then the roommate would either move out or disappear. So in March of 2015, so that's only eight years ago... Tamara moved into her really good friend, Valentina Ulanova's apartment. Valentina was a really avid gardener, and she was a really close friend to okay. Tamara. Tamara had needed a place to stay while renovations were being done to her apartment, so they made an agreement that she would live with Valentina and help with chores around the apartment, as well as take care of Valentina, because Valentina was 79 years old and just needed mm-hmm. like a caretaker, someone okay. to help cook yeah help her clean. downstairs clean yeah. just you know so they made an agreement and it was all good they're really good friends so well, seemed like uh seems like it's not? working exactly yeah. uh so for several months the two lived together and tomorrow did all the household chores and took care of valentina and it was all hunky-dory yeah sounds like a sweet gig yeah so after several months of living together valentina and tomorrow got into a nasty fight about some dirty dishes Oh, nobody wanted to do the dishes. That happens 24-7 at my house, so. Yeah. <laughs> All I the time. Know. I hate doing dishes. Everybody hates doing dishes. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever had a roommate, then you know exactly, like, it's, there's always a dishes thing. There's a, yeah. There's always, always a dish Always a dish thing. in the sink. Always a dish And it's never yours, and, and it's, it's never theirs. theirs. Like, oh, who's going to clean this eggy-ass yeah. pan? I don't want to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of hard labor, but I want an empty sink. Yep. And I've been that roommate that didn't do my dishes because I had to, like, run off to work immediately. Yeah. So, I would, like, make myself breakfast, leave them, and then, you know, I would be getting 
an earful about the dishes. <laughs> We've been there. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's been there. But, you know, uh, Tamara took it to another level. Valentina, when they got into this fight, Valentina mm-hmm. was like, I don't want you here anymore. Like, you got to go back to your old apartment. This isn't working out. But Tamara had absolutely no intention of moving out of Valentina's apartment. Instead, Tamara decided to go to a nearby city, Pushkin, where she convinced a pharmacist to sell her finazepam over the counter without a prescription. How? Just real convincing. This was recent. She just gave her a couple of, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it was I'm probably a small town. Maybe she knew people there. She gave him a little wink, wink. She gave him a little wink. She was. She did like a to, to blow a kiss and give him a wink. She was. She <laughs> was known like, to be a flirt. He's like anything is yours. Take That's it. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just had to bat her eyelashes. Oh my gosh. So finazepam is not super common here, but it's a drug that works as a really strong relaxant. So okay. it was developed in Russia and used in the treatment of neurological disorders like insomnia and anxiety, and it's supposed to only be available. What's, what's it called again? Finazepam. It's not diazepam correct no okay finazepam okay it is only supposed to be available with a prescription and usually it'll be like in a powder form or in a solution in dropper bottles or tablets so you can get it in different ways okay to take it Uh, recently it's become more popular because people have been using it illegally for its euphoric effects it make it feel good sounds like fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) so tomorrow returned to the apartment and combined the drugs with an olivier salad for valentina if you don't know what an Olivier salad is. I was is, just about to ask. I was like, what the hell is that? So it's a traditional Russian dish. It's a lot like a, just like a potato salad. Oh, I love potato salad. Me too. So, okay. It's made with peas, potatoes, carrots, onions, meat, pickles, and eggs all mixed together with mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. So no, similar, that's definitely a potato salad, but, but meat. more like savory. Yeah. Yeah. With some protein in there. And the meat is usually bologna, chicken, or ham. After making the salad, Tamara presumably gave it to Valentina and then went to bed. All right, so after making the salad, Tamara presumably gave it to Valentina and then went to bed. She woke up around 2 a.m. on July 23rd and found Valentina laying on the kitchen floor. Not dead. She was not dead. She She was was only passed out. Okay. But Tamara found her and began chopping up her body, dismembering her with a hacksaw and two knives. But she was alive. While she was alive. Valentina was still breathing when Tamara was dismembering her. Tamara then placed Valentina's head and hands in a saucepan and boiled them on the stove. And she wrapped the remaining body parts in pieces of a shower curtain and placed them in plastic bags. She took several trips dumping them near a pond in her neighborhood. And the saucepan, which contained the head and hands, has never been found. She crazy. She crazy girl all because of dishes for the dishes just for the dishes Dirty dishes yeah do your dishes guys <laughs> you don't know who you're living with <laughs> right just be careful <laughs> so on oh july my gosh. yeah so on july 27 2015 a couple from the neighborhood was walking their dog when the dog started pulling them towards the pond nearby and the couple took a closer look and discovered that inside the bag was a headless and limbless torso so, yeah, nah. not a mannequin. Not what you would want. No. To stumble upon or have your dog, like, trying to get into. Well, the dog was trying to point them in the right direction. It was. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness for that dog. We don't so, deserve dogs at all. Of course, they called the police, and the police also got a report from someone who had witnessed Tamara being sketchy boots and carrying bags out of her apartment the night of the murder. Sketchy boots. She was it. sketchy boots the house down boots. Ah, the boots. The boots were down. 
Another report came in from a social worker who had stopped by to see Valentina, but Tamara opened the door and refused to let her into the apartment. Why was a social worker? Valentina was 79, so I think just sort of checking on her if she needed anything or whatever. I don't know, though. Oh, because social working, isn't it more for, like, children issues? This is Russia. Okay. I don't know. Their maybe social they, maybe different they do than things ours. differently. They check on their old folks yeah. or whatever. Who knows? But Must she stopped nice. by yeah. and was not allowed into the apartment. So the social worker reported that. So during their investigation, the police took a headcount of the people in the neighborhood and came to the realization that Valentina Ulanova was not accounted for and no one had seen her in days. Police went to the apartment, and Tamara had absolutely no problem letting the police inside. In fact, she was welcoming and kind and answered their questions very willingly. Well, yeah, because the apartment's clean now. Mm, not really. Once they were inside, actually, they found traces oh. of blood, like, right away in the bathroom <laughs> and in the kitchen. She's like... She's crazy. You caught me. She's like, well, all right, <laughs> come on in. Maybe if Whatever. I'm just nice. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So obviously they confronted her right away with the blood evidence and the fact that no one had seen Valentina in days. And she immediately admitted to the murder and the dismemberment of Valentina and the murders of three other people. Oh. So she was arrested. She was just (laughs) waiting for the perfect opportunity to be like... She was just waiting to get busted. Y'all caught me. Here I am. You got me. And it's more than one. She didn't even try. She didn't... I mean, she was an old lady at this point so she, she most did of her not life. even try yeah yeah so she was arrested on july 27 2015 and as the investigation continued the police found cctv footage of tamara making seven different trips from her apartment carrying the plastic bags which they found out of course were body parts yeah they also saw her carrying out the saucepan containing the head and hands and you can actually look up the the footage online oh. it's creepy footage already but knowing what she was carrying makes it like even worse very spooky yeah so upon her arrest tamara told police about her argument with valentina about the dishes basically neither of them wanted to clean the dirty dishes and she told them i came home and i put the pack of finazepam 50 pills into her olivier salad she liked it very much 50 50 pills that's why she knocked out that's why i didn't move and didn't care that she was getting cut up oh i'm sure she cared she probably couldn't feel a damn thing she couldn't she was like blitzed oh my god probably oding honestly yeah probably oh my god Mm -hmm. 50 yeah so she said valentina liked it very much she said i woke up after 2 a.m and she was lying on the floor so i started cutting her to pieces it was very hard for me to carry her to the bathroom she was fat and heavy i did everything in the kitchen where she was lying so she's going to come out here. And she's going to insult her. insult this poor 79-year-old woman who seems so sweet and welcoming. She's like, listen. She's like, yeah, it was really hard to carry her out. She fat. was really fat and heavy. So, so I had to do it in the kitchen. I had to do it in the kitchen. Yeah, there, I'm so yeah. sorry for the mess and the inconvenience for myself. <laughs> Psycho <laughs> lady. So, of course, the police searched the apartment and found Tamara's diary. Oh. Kept record. And, everything mm-hmm. yep and she they also found a bunch of books about black magic and astrology oh so our girl was a witchy 
<laughs> girly. Like, oh, you better watch out. You live with one of those. <laughs> sounds like my house. <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> we got a lot of books on the occult I and astrology safe? here. Right. Am I? <laughs> I don't do your dishes. <laughs> okay. I, I do a lot of dishes. I was like, That's I know. Fine. You do. See, you do them. I do dishes. <laughs> then you're safe. There's no dishes this year. <laughs> you're safe. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, not that that means anything, it obviously. It doesn't, like, but plenty of people. You know, you can people have books probably, on every... People probably read into that a lot, so... Well, yeah, and I think it, this did fuel her Crazy. sort of weirdness. Well, she, well, also, she took it She also way. had a, like, mental problem. She was right. schizophrenic, so... Totally, so all of that might just, like, feed into and it might what's be, already there. Yeah, and to her, it was probably real mm-hmm. stuff totally to her. yeah right so so her diary was written in three languages russian german and english oh, yeah don't forget she's trilingual uh, she's trilingual <laughs> the entries were like a normal diary a lot of it was like i didn't eat today and i you know went to this store and yada yeah. yada like everyday activities and then there were also murder confessions one entry Gosh. read i killed my tenant volodoya cut him to pieces in the bathroom with a knife put the pieces of his body in plastic bags and threw them away in different parts of Frunzenzi district. Oh. End of entry. Another entry described how she dismembered the body of Sergei Potanavin, a 44-year-old man, after they had an argument as well. She also put his body parts in plastic bags and dumped them around the neighborhood. Wow. Traces of his blood were found in her bathroom. So the confessions were among, like I said, a bunch of entries about how she didn't sleep well, skipped a meal, took her medicine... And she had written songs and poems in there as well. And there was actually an entry about Valentina, oh, who she called Valya, and it and it said, "I love Valya." So she, at some point, yeah, loved Valentina. Yeah, didn't last though. So well, yeah. well, yeah, dishes will do that to a relationship. I guess. I mean, <laughs> apparently, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> This don't bug me too much. So there are also things written in the diary that suggested that Tamara ate her victims, and she especially enjoyed removing their lungs and eating them. Oh. We don't know why. Maybe it's because she can breathe better. Maybe it was. Maybe it was there, for that. Maybe there was some weird witchy thing about eating the lungs. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, but... Oh, that's like a full like surgery autopsy. yeah that's like a full like opening the chest cavity right. and going and in going there going and finding and finding the, the lungs. lungs that's intense yeah so she had some cannibalistic tendencies not surprised that there was blood evidence everywhere especially if she right? was doing all that yeah just no so she was doing this freely for two decades yeah out here murdering yeah just unchecked and nobody, nobody noticed a thing. Nobody noticed people were going missing. Nobody noticed, like, oh, that roommate you had was gone. Is gone. I mean, they're in an apartment building. Well, and I'm sure she was just like, oh, they left. That's yeah. Not. I mean, right. she said the same thing about her husband. Oh, right. he yeah, ran he away. away. With another woman. Right. And it's Russia. So they're like, yeah. okay, right. sounds real. <laughs> not going to use resources. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> you yeah. don't need them. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like what, a, what an asshole. Yeah. So she had been in and out of mental hospitals a few times. And like I said, she was diagnosed with schizophrenia. Uh, Marina Krivenko, a neighbor of Tamara's for 15 years, dropped a lot of tea with the police. She knew a lot about her. She was a friend. She like watched her and like they were close for 15 years. tea or like? Like information. Okay. So she said that Tamara was obsessed with the serial killer Andre Chikatilo who is also known as the Rostov Ripper or the Butcher of Rostov. Have you ever heard of him? It sounds familiar, the name, but honestly, I've heard a lot of butchers of the this and this and that. So so. he was 
brutal. He was a brutal Russian serial killer. I had never heard of him before doing this research. But he, I mean, it it sounds like one of the worst serial killers I've ever heard of. Oh. And it was like, how have I never heard of this guy? Because it's in Russia. might have to, yeah. We might have to cover it at some point. Okay. Because it's a wild one. Okay. I, I like had to go into his case as well because I was like, what the fuck? What is this? Who this are is you? Wild. I mean, just, yeah. So is it an old timey one or is it? It's around the same time as this one. Okay. It was like 90s, 80s oh, okay. and 90s. All right. That, that's that in that our time happened. range. We can, there's pictures of him. We can. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. As yeah. long as there's a digital photo of him, we will do there it. Is. Yes. And so she was obsessed with this serial killer, Andre Chikatilo. He sexually assaulted, murdered, mutilated, and cannibalized 53 women and children from 1978 through 1990. Wow. 53. 53. That's wild. 53 proven that he confessed to. Yeah, there could be more. A lot of people think there's more. This psychopath violated the bodies of his victims, chopping off their tongues bursting their eardrums, and gouging out their eyes. Oh, he which, had some issues. Yeah, well, he took the eyes out because he feared that they memorized his image. Oh. Yeah. Extra work. He was executed in 1994, okay. so not long before yeah. this whole... Uh, well, it makes sense why she was like, I'm going to cut up the bodies, because that's what he did. And if right. she was obsessed with him... Mm-hmm. Well, and they both went... Like, he went to the Moscow... Uh, university mm-hmm. like 10 years before she did mm. so they probably like had some interaction possible interact or maybe she like saw the news and was like oh my, my god, god i was so him. close yeah. to him and or whatever yeah so he was executed in 1994 by a bullet to the back of the head but he executed as in like it was uh like court ordered yes okay. he was it was a death sentence okay yeah he was death uh, row yep. yep he was shot in the back of the head they put an end to that but nonetheless, Tamara studied him and took a lot of notes of his methods and was very much inspired by him. That would have scared me in general to know that about somebody. That they were like... That they were fully taking they, notes and trying to... I mean, like, yeah. what we do is a little different because we're talking about it. But, like, she's full-on studying his ways and mm-hmm. all that stuff. That's a, that's a, that's a red that's past, flag. That's past a fascination. Yeah, there, that's a red flag right there. Yeah. You have any friends that are fascinated, and I mean, like, overly fascinated with like a serial killer like that or if they're they're like the type of people that are like well you know if i could or i could see why they would yeah it's like if you're starting to relate to that serial killer (laughs) or be like oh wow they were so smart yeah no 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 they're They're, they're psychopathic what they did was wrong i mean just depraved there's always other ways (laughs) but if you notice that please red flag Uh, red 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 yeah red (laughs) Don't write to us. Right. Write to the police. Yes. Please don't <laughs> write to us. Don't, don't tell us please. about your crazy friends. <laughs> or do, actually. So <laughs> at least four other mass killers in Russia were in, have admitted to copying this guy, Chikatilo. Oh. Yeah. So, so he must you. be like the mascot of serial killers out there. In Russia. what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was like a huge, huge deal. Yeah. And it's probably like their Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. No. Well, and a lot of the a lot of why he was able to commit so many murders was that the police were just sort of bumbling around. They didn't they didn't believe that a mass murder was possible in Russia. Oh, so they did. They like their investigations were all sort of bungled. So the first copycat was the chessboard maniac Alexander Pichushkin, who set out to beat Chikatilo and kill one person for every square on the chessboard. Oh. He was only jailed for life in 2007, but he killed 62 people 
mainly in Bitsa Park in Moscow. The next Russian killer was Mikhail Popkov, a former cop who was convicted of killing 22 people, but police suspect he committed another 30 or more murders. And he also compared himself to Chikatilo. Penza cannibal Alexander Bichkov, 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 he stabbed his male victims in the same way as Chikatilo, who was one of his idols. And he was caught after killing 11 men by the age of 23. His oh. own mother said, I, caught, I saw him cutting out stories about Chikatilo from the newspapers and putting them in his scrapbook. And then ex-detective Serhei the Beast, Tkach, uh, it's like T-K-A-C-H, he was 62 and he was convicted by a Ukrainian court in 2008 of 29 murders and 11 attempted murders. This Russian-born killer claimed to have killed up to 200 over a quarter of a century, saying his motive was revenge on women and simple sexual pleasure. But he boasted, I am not a man, I'm a beast. Same as Chikatilo. Oh. So a lot of people were getting inspiration from this guy who I will have to cover on one particularly dark day. Most we're we're going to take some happy pills that day. <laughs> so it's speculated that Valentina's lungs were also in the cooking pot along with her head and hands, knowing that... She likes to eat them. Tamara liked to eat yeah. the lungs. But we don't know. But do, do you think she ate the head and the hands then? Or did she just boil them off? So they wouldn't recognize the body if it got found. That's what I'm assuming is she boiled them off so they wouldn't recognize the fingerprints or the face. That makes the most sense. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine the smell of that, though? Like Mm -mm. boiling a human? Mm -mm. Samsonova confirmed to police that what was in the diary was factual and was what actually happened. She didn't make it up. In the pages of her diary, she stated that she would eat parts of the lungs, legs, and pieces of the heads of her victims before disposing of everything else. Oh, oh right. she so did she have a little taste. She had to just she to make sure that it was taste. cooking just right. Ooh, I don't. I'm like fascinated with like cannibalistic stuff. It's, it's just so. Have you seen that movie? Wild on to me. Netflix. It's called. Uh, I think it's like Society in the Snow or something like that. No. It's about. It's. it's I think. I, I don't think it's Russian. I don't remember what it was, but it was about a rugby team. Uh huh that flew and the plane crashed oh i saw a clip from this mm-hmm. and they um like were stuck on yeah. the what i don't know what the place was called the alps or whatever the snowy mountains huh. and they were stuck there for like months yeah. and then they all had to start talking about eating the Each bodies yeah. and it got real intense it's it's an interesting movie you should i think it's called society in the snow or something like all that right, it's it. it's it's good it's subtitles that's okay or it's in English, but it's like dubbed, so yeah, it's a I'll little subtitles. It's a little off. I yeah. ha- I had to watch it dubbed because I did dubbed and subtitles because I double I double just, I just need it like that. <laughs> so, but it puts a different look on cannibalism just because they're like some people on the plane were like, no, this is the only way we're gonna survive, and the other people were like, no, these are our friends and family, we cannot eat, eat them. them, and it got so like to the point where some of the people starved because they chose not to. And then they got eaten. Yeah. And then they would like, when they came, because a couple of survi- couple people survived. Yeah. And when they came back, they were scared that they were going to get in trouble well, yeah. for eating these people. But it was like, it was like survival. It's a pretty good movie. That's interesting. But it takes a little, like, it kind of makes you think about it. Like, are you, would right? you eat what the people? What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? I'd eat the people. What would you do? <gasps> but, oh, if what? I was, if I was stuck. Good to know. I'm not going to get stuck with you. On a you were already dead. It's not like I killed you to eat You're gonna you. You're going to go to my dead body and be like, I'm, I'm not going to look at your face. 
turn your face that way. You're going to eat my nice face? <laughs> Disrespected. Disrespected. Violated. Mine. No, I, I don't know if I would, to be completely honest. I, I mean, I think we already know that you would. You already I said. I might. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not in that situation. You thought Who you were dying exactly. and you're trying to stay alive. Right. It's like survival. I don't remember, though, if they actually got in trouble for eating. I don't think they... I don't know. I, would, I mean, did they kill people to eat them? No. It uh, was just people who were already sure deceased. That, yeah, then they would But cannibalism probably. is against law. It is against law. It is against law. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, speaking of cannibalism Anyways. against law. So, um, law. <laughs> so, when authorities were talking to neighbors and people yeah. around... Um, it was often said that Tamara would brag to people that she was going to be famous one day and popular and that she would eventually cause a sensation, but she would never say how or why. She oh. was a very cheeky lady. There's Ooh. videos of her in prison, like blowing kisses at the camera and like she was smiling. Just nuts. She was crazy. She was totally bananas. But bananas she was like, on bananas. I'm going to be famous one day. I'm going to be popular. So maybe that's why when the police showed up, she was like, yeah, this is what I did. She's <laughs> literally like, here's my 15 minutes of fame. Yep. Let's go. Bing, bang, boom. Been I've been waiting my whole life. Come on in. Yep. Let's let's do this. Let me show you where I, yeah. you know, cut up her fat body. Yeah, she, was, she was nuts. She was nuts. She was nuts. So Marina, the neighbor who told the cops about Tamara's fascination with Chikatilo, also said that Tamara would sit topless with her back to her window so that her silhouette was intentionally seen by her neighbors. She said that both Tamara and her apartment used to be a lot more attractive back in the day and that her husband, Marina's husband, had a thing for Tamara. He liked watching her in the window. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if we can totally trust Marina's full account. I don't <laughs> know. She was being a she salty girl. Be, yeah. But um, I guess her husband had a thing for Tamara and her naked silhouette. And she said that Tamara would often boast about being fluent in German and English. And she also told police that uh, wow, she, she bragged about being trilingual. She bragged about she it. She was like, she's like, I'm better than all you. Can you speak three languages? Right. Guess what this means. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, uh, uh, she just thought she was better than everybody. Yeah, totally. Marina also told police that she had let Tamara borrow a hacksaw several years prior and that she had never returned it. Why would you let her borrow a hacksaw? She didn't know. She was she, cutting up bodies. I she mean, probably she thought it was said, for gardening. Well, she also did say, oh, I noticed that she had a fascination with a serial killer. Well, I'm sure it wasn't in the same conversation. It probably wasn't, but you, now you're putting five and I know eight together. Now we're putting the pieces together. <laughs> so after the arrest, Tamara was very quick to confess to multiple murders. After evidence had been found, she was very glad that she had been caught and she was more concerned about publicity than the fact that she was facing the death penalty. Ooh, sounds like Jody. It does kind of, doesn't yeah. it? So Tamara's first hearing was on July 29, 2015, only two days after her arrest. They brought her in for hearing. Oh. She admitted to killing Valentina and she was very calm in the courtroom. She told Judge Roman, oh boy, Chebatariov, that, yes. she, that she was guilty and that she deserved punishment. Tamara said that she had been waiting 10 years for the police to show up and arrest her. And she also told them that by murdering Valentina, she could finally close this chapter of her life. At one point, she said to the judge... What made her say that that was the one that needed to... Because she got caught? Yeah, she's okay. just like Delulu land. Okay. So at one point, she said to the judge, it's stuffy in here. Can I go out? <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. No. It's like Jody asking, um, can we get someone to come dye my hair for me, please? Because my roots are showing. Right. Can you go like, watch, like, check on my cat? 
<laughs> I forgot <laughs> she asked her lawyer to do that. That's like, why are you asking that here as if you're like a guest? The Delulu. Yeah. It, yeah, wild. So the judge told her, no, she was detained for life. And in response, she smiled and clapped her hands. Yay. Crazy pants. <laughs> what are crazy pants? Tamara also spoke with the media, telling them that she was haunted by the maniac upstairs and that that was why she had committed these murders. The maniac upstairs. Who so was the maniac? I think that was her other personality. Ah, okay. Um, she, like, who lived upstairs? Her mm, brain. Mm, yeah, the crazy guy upstairs. <laughs> she has also been seen blowing kisses to the press, and she was taken back to the apartment with police, and she showed them step by step how she killed Valentina. But despite interrogations and her admission to her elderly friend's murder, police could not get her to say where the missing head was. Because well, she ate it. She refused to say, yeah, but she's not going to eat the skull. Oh, maybe she crushed it. I, I mean, I, it would maybe, but it's like tell the family at least so they can bury her. You she know? does not give a shit. No, she doesn't give a she shit. She doesn't give a shit. Clearly. I mean, and what mass murderer, serial killer gives, gives a, shit. a shit? Yeah. Please. All they care about is themselves. Yeah. So the diary was still being reviewed and it was found that it contained confessions for 10 other murders. So the police began researching people who had gone missing and cross-examined with like more body parts mm-hmm. found in the neighborhood. And they believed that she actually murdered closer to 21 Ooh. people in those like 30 years. These people were mainly presumed to be partners and roommates and neighbors of hers. Wow. I mean, that's more than Dennis. You remember Dennis? Yeah. How could I forget Dennis? Yes. More than him even. Yeah. That's how wild and unchecked she was. Yeah. Police also discovered that Tamara's first roommate, Vladimir, had been admitted to a hospital for being poisoned, but he had survived. Oh, okay. Tamara never admitted to killing her husband, Alexei, but the police, and I think, frankly, the rest of us, believe that she's responsible oh, well, for his death. Most I definitely. I think that was probably there's, the first one. There's no way. I he was he, the first one to go missing. I think she liked it. Yeah. I think she killed him, liked it, and wanted more. Do you think that was her first victim then was I her do. husband? I think so. Okay. It was also found that there were no renovations ever being done to her apartment. She didn't need to live with Valentina. She had actually moved there just to escape the voices in her head. Didn't work. Oh. So in December of 2015, Tamara was sent to a psychiatric prison in Kazan, the Kazan Psychiatric Hospital of Special Purpose with intensive guarding for an assessment. It was found that she was unfit to stand trial and Judge Pavel Smirnov ruled that... Smirnov. Smirnov, I know. <laughs> ruled that she would spend the rest of her life in a mental institution. That's oh. just probably appropriate. Yeah. She was diagnosed officially with paranoid schizophrenia, and it was decided that she was a threat, of course, to those around her and herself, and yeah. she required intensive monitoring. That makes sense. Idoy. Yes. So she didn't know at all that she had schizophrenia. She was just kind of... But she had been in and out of mental hospitals, so I think that she probably had an idea, and she said, like, you know, she was afraid of the maniac upstairs. So, but I don't know if she was just ignoring it or Probably. going along with the impulses. But Tamara likely had been living with this for quite some time. Usually mm. schizophrenia comes on between the ages of 16 and 30. Yeah. Some of the psychotic symptoms of schizophrenia include hallucinations, delusions, mm. thought disorder, and movement disorder. Tamara said that she was haunted by the maniac upstairs, like I said, which suggests that she did indeed suffer from delusions yeah. and probably hallucinations. Yeah. A source close to the investigation said, we may never know the extent of the granny's killings. She's either much more stupid or much smarter than she seems. I think it's a little both, to be honest. 
right? Like how, like the fact that she got away with it for so long. Yeah, so many years. And not only that, she only confessed to 10 in her diary. Mm-hmm. They're suspected of 20. That's 11 extra people in there. Like, yeah. What? That it's like, we don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. She she sounds like a wild one. Well, it was fun. it was interesting getting into this because I haven't heard many like Russian cases before. I've in my never life. even thought to look into Russia. But like, they have some wild serial killers out there, and it seems like the police aren't super equipped to yeah. like put on these investigations. So a lot of them, at least throughout the nineties went super unchecked and yeah. like just and so people were just wild. able to go on a spree yeah for decades yeah without getting caught or they would get arrested and then let go yeah or whatever but yeah so that that's the case wow it was the a granny shorty. ripper tamara samson so how, so how old was she when she got she was 68 okay yeah but you should look up like we'll obviously post a video with this episode or not a video we'll post a picture with this episode so you can see what she looks like but yeah it's just creepy to see her blowing kisses at you yeah. from behind like the glass wall was she like attract like attractive she was or? an old lady no i don't know maybe she was when she was younger but like a good looking old lady mm, i wouldn't say so no okay what busted celebrity she about it? looks like a real melted down susan sarandon plus <laughs> melted like 60 years like if the you mix the crypt keeper with susan sarandon <laughs> so yeah that's the case of uh wow. the granny ripper but you know i guess you know but if you're gonna be drugged wouldn't you prefer it to be via a potato salad agreed to all of it all righty well as always thank you for listening give us a follow on instagram at rolling in the dark pod or write to us at rolling in the dark pod at gmail.com if you have any case suggestions or if you just want to say hi we always love hearing from you guys and we've been getting so many suggestions in yes. the past few weeks it's thank you so exciting it's thank really you to exciting everybody. we're keeping it nice and organized and um we have like a sweet list going on bruce is keeping it nice and organized <laughs> we it's both of ours it, it is but you initiate all the organization i do not well it's okay i love it i like organizing things hey. good uh, but, but thank you guys. It's, thank you guys. It's been like pretty cool to see people interacting with us. So please, mm-hmm. please, 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 yeah, keep doing it. It's, keep doing it. It's fantastic to yeah. see. And if you like what you hear, give us a share. You know, yeah, share us to everybody. Share us to your share, share us to your friends. But uh, yeah, appreciate you. Peace. Our sources <laughs> for the stories are in the show notes, as always. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we got. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. I'll see you next week. Mm, we're on it.